Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Useless Doctors Book Club. I'm Harshini. I'm Pooja. And I'm Sarah. And we are on season three, episode 14, right at the tail end of season three. And for this episode, I wanted to choose a mystery because it is October, but instead of going the like horror, like deep mystery route, I decided to go for a more fun mystery. So I picked Homicide and Hollow Hollow by Mia P. Manansala. And this book is the second book in a series called Tita Rosie's Kitchen Mystery. And I read the first book. Neither Sarah or Pooja read the first book. Um, and I think it's referenced in this book, but definitely you can start with, with this book or, or read the first book too, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, it's like got a lot of food and stuff in it. So it's like got a lot of intersections that I enjoy because I enjoy food and I enjoy mystery. <laughs> so with that, Uja, can you give us a spoiler-free summary? All right. So as Harshni mentioned, this book is the second book in a series. So there's a lot that happens um, in the first book that kind of like carries into the second book. So I'm not going to delve too much into that. But basically, if you were to read this as a standalone, what you would get was that there's this main character. Her name is Lila. Um, and she is, you know, working on opening this cafe with two of her friends. Um, and basically her, she comes like her family owns this restaurant next door. It's a Filipino restaurant called Tita Rosie's Kitchen. Um, and yeah, so basically kind of at the beginning of the book, we find out that Lila is opening this cafe. It's kind of like, you know, in the early, in the early days of opening and that sort of thing. Um, and then she's also this um, like judge for this beauty pageant that she had won when she was a teenager, but it's like this big event in their small town of Shady Palms. Um, and it's called like the Miss Teen Shady Palms Beauty Pageant. And basically like right at the beginning of this pageant, one of the judges like mysteriously dies. Um, and uh, Lila's cousin, Bernadette, um, who they kind of have a little bit of a contentious relationship, but basically Bernadette gets accused of killing this judge. Um, and so Lila kind of has to put her detective hat on and help out her cousin and work together with her cousin to kind of find out who the actual murder uh, murderer is. And there's like this whole cast of characters um, and it's like, as Harshni mentioned, it's a little bit of like a cozy mystery, so nothing too intense or, you know, thrilling per se. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a cozy mystery. Um, and that's about it. So I'm going to hand it off to Sarah to give us her spoiler-free review of this book. Okay, well, uh, I think this book had a few things going against it. Uh, so unfortunately, I would have to rate it two out of five stars. Um, the first one being that we didn't read the first book, uh, which I mean, to be fair, it does kind of make up kind of like explain things that happened in the previous book. 
And I get that she can't like outright spoil it, but I feel like there's a lot of character dynamics that I just couldn't understand because I hadn't read the first book. I mean, like there's a love triangle going on, but there's like nothing to the love triangle. And I don't know if that was like developed in the first book or something because you know, it's just totally confusing because I feel like she like never interacts with these guys, but there's a love triangle and there's so much history, but I, I don't see it. So I was like super confused and, um, there's, I don't know, the setting for me was not fully developed again. Maybe if I had read the first book, it would be more developed, but I was just confused a little bit. Like it seemed like an affluent area but also not an affluent area and I a small town but also like not as I don't know I was confused (laughs) and I just feel like there could be I don't know the writing was just not my style I think I think it could add a little more description and a little more fluff and a little more to it it was just like average to me like really average um and I think another thing that knocked it down is that I was comparing it to dial a for aunties and I feel like this book is just not on that level so I was just like I don't know I feel like I read it in worse because I was comparing it to dial a for aunties um and then I will say the food sounded delicious. So there's that. And I appreciate that the book has some recipes. Not that I'll ever try them, but it's very cute. Um, Yeah, that's about all I got to say. Uh, Arshini, you picked this book. What did you think? Since you read... Oh, I forgot to forgot to say if I'd recommend it. I would not recommend it. I think if someone's looking for this style of book, I would just tell them to read Dolly for an auntie's um yeah anyway Hashini as someone who read the first book what did you think of about this second book in the series yeah uh, you know what I was like ah oh, you guys will get it without reading the first book but then I totally forgot about yeah because I knew what was happening with like the whole love triangle situation and I'll be like I was like oh you guys will appreciate if there's a love triangle but then I did realize that like nothing is actually really happening in the book with the characters that like I don't know not much at all really but like yeah <laughs> I guess even in like I read the first book a pretty long time ago so I don't remember a lot of it um I just also have a bad memory that's why but like yeah, I don't know. I think I think the the relationships between like her and the two guys was definitely more of a thing in the first book. And then in this book, it was kind of just like on the side. Um, but anyways, I'm going down tangent. My rating for this book is three out of five stars, which is the same rating I gave to the first book. And I honestly, I also did not like the first book as much as Style A for Aunties. And I didn't like 
Like the thing is, I think it is hard to compare. And I think I mentioned this at the end of the last episode, but this book is an actual mystery. Whereas like in Dial A for Aunties, it's more of like them like being the problem <laughs> and covering stuff up. And like, there's there's not much mystery there. That being said, I feel like the way that this mystery goes is like not great. <laughs> like it's just kind of like, it's it's, I think maybe it's because it's kind of trying to do too much like it's not a great mystery and it's also like with the other elements of it it's cute like it's cute to be in the setting of like the restaurant and like the last book it was a lot about the restaurant and this cafe is super new so like there's a lot of stuff about like what she's going to do with this cafe like being a baker and stuff which is fun but like I don't know yeah I just didn't I just think like I wish this book could be better but I don't I don't know how I like see like your point Sarah and like just definitely not reading the first book is like hard to get all of the like backstory about these things but I think also within this book itself it was like uh, just like lacking in things but yeah very unfortunate because I don't know I was like this is I want to like this book and I want to find a similar book that's good and like has like the more like fun dynamics and like something extra but like also has a mystery but yeah I don't know if I have anything else to say in the spoiler-free section. So I, yeah, would also not recommend this book. Yeah, I would not recommend this series. <laughs> but I just had to read the second book to see if it would be better than the first book. So I made you guys read it too. <laughs> Pooja, what did you think? So I, I don't know. I feel like I have like pretty much the same kind of thoughts, but a little bit. So like I... Okay, I'll start off with my rating. I gave this book like 2.5 stars because I couldn't decide. Like I felt like it was higher than a two, but lower than a three because I still recommend a lot of three-star books, but I wouldn't recommend this one. But I think my main qualm with this book was that I didn't really like our main character that much. Like, I don't know why, but I did not like Lila. Like I just... She wasn't like, she wasn't unlikable in a fun way. Like, I just did not like her. And I, I don't know if it's her or if it's me. <laughs> it's probably me. It's not really her, I guess. I don't really know. But I just found it like really, I found certain aspects really annoying. The one thing is I did read the author's note in the beginning. And the author kind of talks about how this book is going to be a little bit darker in the sense it's not going to be as fun. So I assume maybe the first book was more fun than this one. Um, which I kind of like, I get, I guess when we get into the spoiler section, we can kind of talk more about like the actual kind of darkness per se that the author is referring to. I feel like the other thing is that I was also comparing this to Dial A for Aunties because I think that's like the only book that I was like, okay, there's a clear kind of similarity here. And because of that, I wanted more of the aunts in this book. Because I found that the aunts were really funny and like the scenes where they were kind of having dinner and those sort of stuff, that was like really fun. At least like it was just funny or like, you know, it was like more entertaining. And like the fact that we just kind of followed Lila around the entire time, I was like, no, bring back her aunts. I don't care about this person. Bring back the other people. Um, 
But yeah, the other thing that Sarah was talking about with the love triangle, I also didn't understand why there was a love triangle. I was like, it's not like, I was like, what did these other two people see in this person? <laughs> I, I'm not able to understand this dynamic. Um, but yeah, I did like all the cultural parts. I, I think I texted you guys like while reading, I was like, this book kind of makes me hungry. The only thing, like the unfortunate thing is that there's like only, there's one Filipino restaurant, I think near me. But I don't know. I I like I I don't think it. I don't think it had like good reviews and stuff. But I still want to try it just because I feel like I read so much about Filipino food. Now I need to try it. Um, but yeah, I like all the cultural stuff. I like the references to food. I just didn't like our main character, and I wanted more of her aunt. And I wouldn't recommend this book. And I gave this book two point five stars summation. <laughs> but yeah, perfect. You know, it's interesting. I actually didn't. Well, I didn't like Lila, 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 yeah. Lila as a character either. I found her kind of annoying, and I actually didn't really like her aunts either. <laughs> I think I was comparing it again to Dali for aunties, and I just think those aunts were, I don't know, they like teased each other more, and here it was like actual insults, and I was like, it's true. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. So I, I but yeah, that's why I was like, I don't want the aunt's part. I don't want any part actually. Um. Anyway, do you guys have any other spoiler-free thoughts? All right. Uh. Then we will head into the spoiler section of the podcast. So if you would like to read this book, even though none of us recommended it, you can pause the podcast. Although I do recommend you read the first book of the series. You can pause the podcast and read the book and then come back and listen to the rest or you can continue listening. So, uh, honestly, I forgot. <laughs> I was like, I was like ready to spoil the book and then I just remembered I don't actually know what happened. Like, I think the issue for me in this book was also that I, I feel like in Mysteries, you know, there's like something you can go off of about what you think could have happened uh and if not then they make it entertaining enough that I'm like this is entertaining <laughs> but I feel like in this book I was just completely lost the whole time and um it was like I think I don't know maybe there's just too much going on at once but it was like oh my god I have to bake things oh my god I'm a great baker oh my god, I'm gonna go find out this gossip. But to me, none of the gossip seemed remotely relevant. So I was like, I don't understand what the point of this gossip is. And it just was, um, I feel like a little frustrating for me because every time she was like, oh, I'm gonna get clues. None of them actually were useful, in my opinion. I mean, I could piece it together that, oh, she doesn't know who the father is. That means the father is going to be, I should explain this. Um, <laughs> and now I remember what happened. <laughs> so there's Rob Thompson and he's a flirt and he flirts with everyone. And everyone knows he, even his wife knows that he hooks up with other people. And then there's, Winnie who owns a salon and she has a daughter named Katie and Katie doesn't know who her father is and Winnie never told her and so turns out 
Oh my God, I don't remember. Winnie kills Rob because he wanted to take Katie away after he found out that Katie is his daughter um, because his wife was not able to have a child. And so he wanted a kid to take over his company. Um, and she, so Winnie didn't want him to take her, like Katie, away from her. So she killed him. And then um, she killed some other dude because he was figuring it out or something. I don't know why she killed him. Do you guys know? I literally forgot. <laughs> was there a second? That's what I'm saying. I feel like this book did such a bad job of A, giving you any sort of leads and B, explaining what happened. Oh my God. Yeah, I just read this too. It was like super, in my opinion at least, like a super like quick, like, or like it just kind of dropped in the fact that someone else died too. Um, so yeah, I don't also, am like forgetting who it was. Was it the the Oscar wine? So that was the guy that was into Winnie, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so there's this guy that's into Winnie and then... I don't, people think that he will suspect him for possible murder of Rob because, oh my God, I didn't explain this properly. There are these notes that are threatening the pageant and they match the handwriting to this Oscar dude. And they're like, oh, he must have killed Rob. For some reason, I don't know why they thought that other than the notes that have his handwriting. I don't know why they thought he would want to kill him. Oh, because... Rob slept with his wife. Now I got it. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, Rob. Then it looks like he killed himself. Although people are unsure whether he actually killed himself or it was staged like that. Turns out Winnie killed him. Um. <laughs> and then the pageant happens, and Joy wins the pageant. Joy is. Joy. <laughs> Joy is someone who works in Layla's family's restaurant and is perhaps vaguely related. I have no idea. I think she's just like a person. Okay. Works there. Well, she wins the pageant. Yeah. Then Winnie gets upset because uh, Katie was supposed to win so she could go on to better things and leave whatever area they're in. I forgot what it was called. Shady Palms, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Shady Palms. Um, and anyway, so, um, uh, then she pulls a gun on Layla and Joy, and then, oh my god, um, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to remember. They're, They're like here. walking and yeah. then, um, oh, <laughs> Layla had broken her leg previously during a photo shoot and or hurt her leg I don't know I I did I forgot that she (laughs) she she was on a cane and then she purposely tripped in a pothole and then fell pulling Katie with her while she fell then Winnie was like oh my god my child's falling so she dropped the gun to catch her kid and then I don't even know they they get caught and then yeah 
Winnie goes to jail. This is such detail. I know. You're like, she pulled both of them in. Because I feel like... I'm really surprised that you you remembered all of this. Like you remember people's names. You remember all of this detail. I'm surprised too, but I should know because I read it a couple hours ago. <laughs> anyway, then yeah, I feel like I don't need to really explain the rest. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna be like the the other like the ending ending is when she's just like telling the other dude Jay who's like one of the potential suitors in this love triangle and she's like wait for me and he's like okay and I was like bro <laughs> what is this you guys barely interacted this entire book I know that's it was it literally bothered me so much and I was like I understand it was probably more developed in the first book but like regardless like if you're gonna carry this out through the second book you should have more interactions between them it was just like oh they were talking then she said something that made them upset or she saw him with another guy and she was upset and then that's it and I was like these are your interactions like how is this how do you like this guy these are just your interactions yeah and I was like you have no claim over him if he talks to another girl like the other thing that I got so pissed off was was like she was like oh like I'm I'm like someone accused her of like stringing both guys along so one of the guys names is Jay and then the other guy's name I think is Amir but Um, then like yeah he like she's just like other people are like oh you're just stringing them both along because you just want to like see them both or whatever but then like I think they both know that they're being strung along and then like the Amir guy is like I don't know like I guess he's she like she like starts off being really interested in him and then like solely over the book is like nah I like the J guy and she's like so mean to the J guy in the beginning and then she ends up like kind of like getting jealous that he's seeing this other person and then at the end she's like wait for me and I'm like what the fuck (laughs) what is this bullshit yeah this is what I always it was like and you know I do love a love triangle but not when it's done like this like this you might as well just not have had it in the book like it literally added nothing to the book I don't think it added anything I feel like it subtracted from the book actually I agree (laughs) I literally wrote down less (laughs) yeah it did especially because she was like she knew she was stringing him along and she was like, it's fine. I was like, it's not fine. And then we're supposed to be rooting for her. Like, listen, I love a good love triangle. Okay. Like, I literally will watch shows if they have love triangles in them. However, this one, I was like, I, I hate everyone in this love triangle. <laughs> Honest. I, and then I literally wrote down this one part. She was like, her stomach lurched when she saw Amir. And I was like, bro this you literally have no chemistry with this dude and then you're telling me that your stomach lurched when you saw him like like what am I supposed to think of that like nothing 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 and then yo okay wait here's the other I'm gonna be a bad feminist for a second here okay (laughs) but there's this whole like subplot of her like hating on men which I'm like okay fine but like your stomach lurched when you saw Amir right or Amir whatever his name is and then she's like talks to him 
And then she's just like, I don't know, like, he, I didn't really like him. Like, he was being like, he was like mansplaining to me about like being careful. Cause like, he, okay, context this man's a lawyer and he's involved with this whole case. And he's like telling her to like avoid places or something, like because of danger, because a man got murdered. And then she's just like, oh, look at him telling me what to do. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, okay. Listen, I understand the like desire not to be told what to do. I don't like being told what to do also. However, I don't think the, even the way that he was written wasn't necessarily mansplaining. It was written like, listen, I'm part of this investigation and a person just got murdered and you discovered the body of the murdered person. And I'm doing this because I give a shit about you. <laughs> and I was just like, she's like mansplaining me <laughs> like no dude that's not what mansplaining is okay <laughs> yeah that was pretty dumb yeah I remember when I read that part I was literally like wait what like and I was like can I go reread it again I was like I don't have time to reread it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I was also confused why they interpreted it like that but yeah I think basically to give you guys a bit of context from what I remember which is not that much but like I think her and Adina have been friends for a while and Amir is Adina's older brother who's a lawyer and I I don't think that they like I think they were like friends before kind of like I, I don't know how good friends but like she always thought he was like attractive and I think like he shows up kind of in the first book as like a person she actually knows and she's just like, ooh, and like I think they have like some sort of flirty, like some some connection going on. And then there's also Jay, who's the other guy who's a doctor. It's like, of course, choosing between like this hot lawyer and a hot doctor. And the hot doctor is like a new care like newer to her she just meets him in the first book I'm pretty sure and like he is detective park's son so like the detective that is accusing his it. brother yeah they're brothers oh shit they're brothers <laughs> <laughs> okay they're brothers <laughs> bad memory um but yeah <laughs> basically yeah I think there's like a little it's like a little weird because in the first book there's the murder like the person who got murdered is actually her ex-boyfriend and she is the one who's like being accused of murder because it happens at the like tita rosie's restaurant so she is like part of the invest like being investigated so yeah it's like a little weird because he's involved but like they also kind of get closer and i think at the end there's like this part like i don't fully remember this but like it's like she's like it's like who is she gonna choose but then she chooses neither of them kind of thing and then I guess it's like just being stretched on in this book so you're obviously just seeing like the random things but yeah especially with Amir I'm just like nothing really happens and she's just like yeah he's like better with this other girl or whatever something like that but then yeah nothing even really happens with Jay either but like she, I guess she's just like oh I really do like him I'm getting jealous of him and this other woman I was also like really confused with everyone's age <laughs> like I think that was just me but like because like um I don't know how old she exactly is but like uh Jay is like seeing Becca I think her name Beth. is Beth <laughs> Beth <laughs> 
just using people's names for my classes because <laughs> the letters and I'm like oh yeah um Beth is like um Rob's wife so it's like clearly she's like a little like I don't know maybe she doesn't have to be older like I just assume these people are a little bit older so I didn't realize like I don't know anyways I don't think that's important but <laughs> I feel like yeah I, I don't um I guess I don't I wasn't like as much in, in the first book I think it was it, it probably wasn't even that like developed either it was kind of just like but she was like interacting more with both of them at least and like you had a little bit of like oh you're like team Amir team Jay but like here there's like nothing so I agree I think it could have been done better like I do like that it's there in in the sense of like I would want her to make it better rather than take it out but yeah that was disappointing and then going back to the whole mystery thing I agree too that I feel like the I don't know it like because this kind of in the first book basically it, there was a little bit more of like her investigating in a I guess like thorough like manner where she was basically had a list of like other like restaurants or like businesses in the town and she would go and get information from each of these businesses and I don't know like I still don't think even though she was going through the process of that like it didn't help me solve the murder <laughs> like I was like I I'm not getting the information I want from this but at least it was like more easy to follow where I feel like here it was just like kind of random and I was just like what is this happening in the last book I also thought like I don't know I, I thought there was like a better story behind it like, I don't know there is like still eh. like I, I still don't really like it but like here it's just kind of like at the very end like you're just like oh okay it's because of this I didn't even realize like I don't know I think I missed the whole part where it was like oh Winnie doesn't know who her father is but I don't know I feel like it's just it's just like huh here's here's a solution to the mystery yeah yeah I feel like honestly the only clue there was is that Winnie didn't tell Katie who the father is and that was like I mean, I don't know what else you could have possibly gone off of. I mean, I guess there were a couple more threads with that person that was obsessed with him, that contestant, like, 20 years ago. But they didn't even say whether that's Winnie or not. They just, it, I don't, they just, I don't know where that thread went. <laughs> I don't remember but it's just like I feel like all the threads were half-assed and um there was no way no like real I don't know you could they didn't even fake out a suspect it was like they did that one girl the other judge where they were like oh Sana yeah um, like something about her like she was in jail or something no was she accused of something yeah she was in jail for killing someone but like what was her do you guys remember what her alleged like motive would be for like killing Rob? because he like blackmailed her or something? oh yeah he would oh yeah they they thought he was bla blackmailing her because he would tell everyone that she killed someone but 
in reality, he was blackmailing her to, well, I guess he was blackmailing her with that to have sex with him. Going back to the, sorry, like last point about this love triangle. You know what I realized after you said that in the first book, there was like flirtatious banter. The reason why I wasn't invested in this one, because there was no flirting. And I was like, oh shit, that's why I didn't feel like there was a love triangle because there's no flirting between anyone. I mean, there was like, there wasn't even talking really. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) It was like, oh, go find, go hang out with Beth and find something. Okay. Hey, I hung out with Beth. And then, (laughs) I don't know. It was just like, it was like, there was... I don't it was so disappointing and then at the end wait for me I'm like for why (laughs) like what is this yeah another thing that bothered me and made me like Layla less was I mean Bernadette who's her cousin is the one that's being suspected why I have no idea I feel like they didn't say why (laughs) they just I think there was a whole thing of like she got into a fight or something. Oh like, right, because yeah, because he was hitting on Joy, yeah, and then she got mad at it. Okay, but they're in this like big meeting with everyone there, which like no way are they fucking discussing a case with a police officer. But like, okay, let's just ignore that part. Um, they. Bernadette was like, stop making this all about herself. You, you. She was like, offended by it. And it was true. Like, she's not the one being suspected. And like, literally, like, everyone's telling Layla shit. But Layla, like, what makes Layla special? I mean, I guess she's the main character. But she's not the one being, being suspected. And like, I don't know. They they just didn't tell her shit. Like Amir came and told only Layla, and and would have only told her if it, it were for her like two coworkers also being there. Like they didn't tell Bernadette Jack shit, and it's like I don't understand why. And I can't believe Layla was so offended by it because she she did exactly that. She made the whole case about herself when she's not even the one in trouble or the suspect. I was like so pissed off. I love how passionate you are. <laughs> I don't know. Because it just bothered me so much. It was like added to the fact that I don't like her because she's just like, it. It she's in the wrong and I'm supposed to side with her. I, I, I literally wrote a note where I was like, Bernadette is right. Like this bitch is the one who's a suspect. Why is Lila making everything about her? it's so weird it literally infuriated me (laughs) because I feel like the whole book has this aura about Layla's the best Layla does everything right and she does like nothing right oh she's an asshole kind of (laughs) yeah she is yeah Yeah, I feel like yeah maybe it was just kind of like oh in the last book she was the one who like was able to solve because she was the one being suspected and she solved her own mystery so it's like she's like the like detective now like she's the one who's gonna be able to 
solve this mystery but I I feel like I don't know I like I don't even like I knew they had like her and Bernie had this rivalry Bernie Bernadette um had this rivalry in the last book too I don't remember like because like Bernie wasn't like as central I don't think in the previous book but like I wish they kind of just like work together like if, if it was like more like oh you know like I'm gonna help my cousin and like we like got to see them interact more as it like yeah maybe they're having some issues but they work through it and become closer like I don't know it wasn't the vibe she was just kind of like yeah let me just go like solve this stuff and like it wasn't like connected to Bernie as much even though she like I think got involved in the first place kind of being like oh yeah I have to help my cousin like make sure that she is not suspected another thing about not reading the first book is i I didn't understand what the rivalry was. Like, I just knew they had a rivalry, but I thought it was, like, so over the top, and I never got an explanation why. No, there there was, like, a, there was, like, the whole thing. I thought it was, like, really tied to the beauty pageant stuff, where, like, back then, like, Lila was, like, oh like Bernie and me competed for this and I won and she didn't but like technically she should have won or something like that I don't know there was like something like that and then like they've have like always been rivals to each other and then like I think like her mom doesn't like Lila's mom also so like they have that rivalry going on as well and like and then we also see how kind of like like Bernadette and her mom both insult Lila's mom and then like get like kicked out of the dinner and it's like a whole thing and like they like and this causes like Lila to be like she should apologize to me I'm not gonna apologize to her blah 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 and then I don't know there was that <laughs> just like okay have yeah, you I mean, I <laughs> like what the hell this <laughs> she's being accused of murder okay <laughs> like oh my god yeah that's why I I like I missed the I expected more banter, more fun. It was just like insults, <laughs> but uncomfortable. I don't want to read about these people being mean to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there was like also a lot more because yeah, I was like just like looking at the first book on Goodreads and like yeah, I I don't know. I don't think. This a spoiler hopefully I don't know but like yeah her her mom is dead and she like doesn't really I think I don't know how recent it was but I think like one of the criticisms of the first book was that there was like no grieving going on um so like there was like more of that in this book and she was like actually talking about like how she like misses her mom's chicken and she makes her chicken and like I don't know stuff like that but yeah I do feel like they just have like there's like no even though they're like all these like insults and stuff like like because I don't know there was some of that in like Dial A for Aunties in the second book too where like they they have their rivalries and stuff but there's like no like coming back together like even at the end of the book like I don't think I really remember them being like oh let's like you know get through this and like cute moments you know the cute moments were missing but I mean, Bernadette saves her life and she's just like cool thanks 
<laughs> and I'm like, okay, I don't know. I kind of like Bernadette more than everyone, like the, like Lila. Like I was like, she just, I feel like I understand where she's coming from. Like she just has more of a, she's not as annoying. The other thing was that I felt like in the, in the parts where we are like, especially that argument between like Bernadette and Lila and like going back to the whole thing of like Lila saying everything is about her or like kind of making everything about her. I do think that like because Detective Park told Lila because like she's like a judge she has insider information or whatever which is why probably everyone is kind of like reporting to her I guess. But then again, I do feel like she should promptly relay some of that information to Bernadette, who, again, is the one accused of murder. And I'm just like, okay. And like, you can tell, like, she's kind of like acting as if she's doing Bernadette this huge favor. And she's like, oh, my God, like, I'm doing this for you. And this is what you're doing. And then she's just like, you know, and then like Bernadette and her mom say something against Lila's mom. And then like lila's just like oh how dare you like you know do you mess with me and then her grandma takes her aside and they get kicked out of this dinner and then she's like i'm she should apologize to me i'm not gonna apologize to her and it's like this like petty little chicken fight and it's like i don't know i just got like so annoyed and i was also like this is kind of like a thing that was also throughout the entire book i feel like lila did not act like an adult she kind of reminded me of like a high schooler or like a teenager, like maybe like a young college student or something. Like, I just got the, like, I, sometimes I have to remind myself like, oh, she's like an adult because like, this is way at the beginning. This really pissed me off, which I, like, I feel like I knocked it down a star because I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> You're going to think this is so dumb. But basically like, she's like with this restaurant she has like owning she owns this restaurant or cafe with two of her friends right and like they have done their part and they have done more than their share of the like effort in this restaurant in this cafe or whatever like they they have their and like they have a soft opening which means that they are opening for like limited customers or limited days or whatever and like she doesn't even have her menu okay like she doesn't even have her side of the menu does not exist and they are soft like they're soft opening and then she's just like oh they're on my back and I'm like well obviously you guys have all put money into this like your soft opening is happening and you're telling me you don't even have a menu and like and then she's just like yeah like they've been asking me for my menu and I just don't like you know like I'm busy I have things to do and like the phrase she uses is literally I want them to get off my back and I'm just like I would remove my money from this investment so fast because you are unreliable, miss. Like, what the hell is your problem? Like, oh my God, obviously they're going to ask you, your business partners, you are accountable, you are responsible for your business. Like, this is so annoying. I was like, this is so irresponsible and so immature. Like, oh my God. And then she's like, she makes like some like cookie shit and shows up. And it's like, this, this is enough. And then she's like, this should carry it over for a few. And they're all like praising this fucking cookie. And I'm like, I'm sure the cookie is great. But like, again, menu, where is your menu? Like, this is like the equivalent of like three people in a group project and two people do all the work and this bitch is there and she does one thing and everyone's just praising her for doing the bare minimum.
fucking bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I I knew that I was gonna piss you off. <laughs> I agree. It was infuriating. I think, yeah, that is a big reason why I didn't like Layla because she was all like yeah, she just didn't do shit. And she's like, why are these people on my ass about not doing anything? Because it, you're supposed to open and you didn't do shit. Like, yeah, it, it really pissed me off. Like, I don't know do how these people could work with her. Yes. Like, how do you have a soft opening and you don't even have a third of the menu? Like, they yeah. should have asked you more. Are they more irresponsible? They're not asking these type of questions? How is your business going to stay afloat? Well, I, I feel like it's they are only having the soft opening because they kept asking her and she kept pushing it. And then they were like, we can't wait any longer. So I don't blame them. I blame her entirely. Especially because she's like trying to get the reader on her side and be like, oh, I've had a block. I can't bake anymore. Like, bro. I'm sure you had some half good cookie recipe somewhere you could fish up until you get your little baking block done with. Like, it's it's not that big a deal. Like, not everything. It's a menu. Like, you have to. How are you gonna run a cafe if you can't even fucking think of a menu? <laughs> I mean, I feel like thinking of menus is kind of hard. But okay, it's I not feel like she just it? made up this business yesterday. Like, she she had months. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't say you want to make a cafe without having a single idea of what you would pick for the cafe. She's just procrastinating. And then... No, well, here on this podcast, we hate procrastinating. No, yes, you do not procrastinate. Uh, we can procrastinate. The characters we read about cannot, okay? Uh, but then you had to see her journey of figuring out that she wanted to make the hollow hollow cupcake or yeah whatever muffin and the ice pop shit (laughs) yeah the fucking candy shit (laughs) she could have that journey but also already have shit prepared i know (laughs) she like you can you can like that's the good thing that's like thing about restaurants like they keep innovating they keep thinking of new ideas but like that doesn't mean that they start off with like everything is innovative they have to start somewhere she fucking was like showed up with some cookie and was like here this is what i have right now and they were like oh my god this is like the greatest thing i've ever eaten <laughs> whatever and i was like what the fuck she came with one thing and all is forgiven no bitch your entire menu can't be just one fucking cookie <laughs> i mean i guess it's a soft opening but i was a little confused i was like first of all how many cookies she baked she just guess that the first time she made these cookies they'd be impeccable (laughs) that there would be like 200 of them for giving out or like i'm a little confused how it works also she said that she got like her cafe is catering the pageant what are you catering if you don't have a fucking menu yeah i mean i was yeah that is a little confusing i just assumed it was like her family's restaurant and then drinks from the cafe but it's a little unclear on that bullshit get a calendar get your shit together make sure <laughs> that all the shit like don't be like oh i'm so tired because i was judging a beauty pageant like no you could have done this so many months ago 
and your business part, like you have invested money, your business partners have invested money. You are accountable for your actions, Lila. <laughs> so I feel like I was more pissed off about this than like the rest of the entire book. I can't believe I have to root for such an idiot. Yeah, it definitely did not set a great tone for the rest of the book. <laughs> um, do you guys have any other thoughts? <laughs> I feel like you really all like just like ranted like this is me ranting on that episode where I really hated the ending (laughs) yeah I just like there were many things in this book that were infuriating to me (laughs) I agree I yeah I remember that one episode Harshni ranted in the maidens for like 20 minutes (laughs) like (laughs) just a single person just going on for 20 minutes i feel like at least we stayed on topic this episode compared to last episode that's true <laughs> at least the book kept us on topic. I, I did have one more thought so at the beginning i said something about how i read the author's note and the author said that this book was going to be darker and or more emotional in tone compared to the previous one so i'm assuming the previous one was like a little bit more funny and this one was like purposefully less funny because like lila throughout the entire book like people are telling lila that she should go to therapy and she's just like fuck therapy I'm a good person or like I'm fine without therapy like I'm good I'm just gonna you know work 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 which but she's not even working that much like calm down but like she's like I'm gonna work and I'm gonna work hard and I'm gonna overcome my trauma and I'm like that's not how this works but by the end of the book she kind of has this realization that she has a lot of things that she needs to like kind of work through in terms of trauma relating to her mom trauma relating to being accused of murder trauma relating to almost dying because this woman is pointing a gun at her you know like there's a lot of things going on so like she kind of by the end realizes that she's going to go to therapy and that's kind of like an arc and I think that's kind of the emotional part of it where it's like you watch this person kind of like be very reluctant to even talk about like things in her past or trauma of her past um and then kind of like realize that she needs to work through that however that still doesn't give her an excuse to being an asshole which I feel like she was to Bernadette and I feel like she was to her business partners and her friends who have cut her so much slack and you know if she was unready I feel like part of being a mature person regardless of trauma or not part of being a mature person is real understanding whether if you can't deliver in the way that you need to deliver when it comes to like insane financial investment you need to be forthcoming about that kind of stuff you can't just like be like oh yeah no I'll eventually come up with a menu or like I'll eventually do this or I'll eventually do that it's like no you have to be forthcoming about like I don't know if I can be a part of this because other people's career and livelihoods are on the line that's just my opinion but but I was just like I don't know I feel like that was I feel like the author kind of like did warn the reader that like hey by the way this is going to be a little bit more emotional but even then I was still like I don't there's like layers of being emotional and like I feel like the book could have been better at delineating between like and being 
like emotional behavior and just being like slightly immature but maybe I'm reading too much into this or maybe I'm not understanding that maybe the part of that immaturity is also part of her not being able to deal with her trauma maybe that's also true maybe I'm just like being kind of harsh and an asshole also but I don't know that is some thoughts about that yeah I feel like I don't know it wasn't like presented clearly enough to be like that's the reasoning I guess it's like could be true you could like make some inferences there but like I don't know I think especially also like yeah there were stuff things like mentioned about like her kind of dealing with like what happened because like basically I think it sounded like the first book was just a few months ago because that's like when they you know found the basically there was like the old owner of like where the cafe was that was like part of the previous book and so the like that kind of opening up and then being able to open up a cafe was just then and then I guess they like quickly were like let's open this guy so they like in a few months got all this together so I don't know maybe you know they only had a few and she only had a few months since like all that stuff happened but I don't know I guess like I maybe I'm misremembering but I don't remember her in the beginning as much talking about that like her like dealing with I don't know I feel like it could have been told in a better way to like make it obvious to the reader that it's like okay she's dealing with a lot of stuff from this and that is like affecting her ability to have like normal relationships with her like you know with her business partners and like getting her stuff done but also like dealing with everything else her family and with Bernie I don't know yeah I would agree also like she could just communicate it like she's like oh I don't have the menu ready she could communicate she's having a baking block and I'm sure they would be understanding I just feel like half the time she didn't she just didn't say it and it's like obviously people are gonna be mad at you if you don't just say things so they understand where you're coming from they weren't even that mad at her though like they were way too forgiving of that but my other thing is that I feel like some people have trouble communicating (laughs) especially like you know I mean you're right yeah (laughs) i am one of those people but i feel like that's not something that's difficult to communicate maybe she was embarrassed i don't know i'm making a lot of excuses i feel like the author should have done their due diligence and explain maybe lila has issues communicating and like that's right (laughs) yeah maybe or like why why they were like why she was like hesitant to communicate with her friends. Maybe she was embarrassed. Maybe she there was like XYZ other reason or whatever. But I felt like her friends were very forgiving when she showed up with one cookie and was like, You're <laughs> Yeah. It's very forgiving. Oh my god. Yeah. Do you guys have any other thoughts? Okay. Well, that marks the end of season three episode 14 so next episode is the last episode of season three so we're gonna be doing something a little special we're gonna be watching a film instead of reading a book and it's called where'd you go bernadette 
which is actually also a book. So we're probably gonna read that book next season. But for yeah, this last episode, we're just gonna watch the film and review it. Uh, it we chose it because it takes place in Pittsburgh, and we all went to college in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a little cute connection we got. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is the end of the episode. So we'll see you next week with our little movie review. Bye. Bye. Bye.